0: There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. truth and mercy, a story of peace and light, a story of peace and light. My name is Dean Kirshner and I'm part of the ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who he is, what he has done and what he is doing today. One of the most unique forms of worship that I have experienced was when I watched a lady named Linda Rudy sign with her hands the hymn, How Great Thou Art. Linda Rudy was our youth leader when I was a teenager and she knew sign language. People who cannot hear use their fingers and arms to make motions to communicate. But let me try to explain this. I mean this time that I saw her worshiping with her hands. Think of this analogy. Try to think of talking as oatmeal. It's plain, it's necessary, it's basic. Singing isn't plain. It communicates more deeply into our soul. So music comes with melody and rhythm and sliding chords and note changes. That's like adding brown sugar or raisins or apricots or whatever you use to improve your morning's oatmeal. Now picture sign language. It has movement, but it's constant and plain. When a good sign language interpreter translates a song, they use fluid motion and change of pace so that words, Then sings my soul are expressed elegantly and worshipfully, and the song is something to watch. So I'm not a deaf interpreter, nor am I going to land a job singing anytime soon. (laughs) But when I ran a roofing crew with my dad back in the 1990s, we hired two deaf men, and I learned how to sign the important words, you know, like hammer, uh, lunchtime, see you tomorrow, And I also learned to spell, which always helps when you don't know the right word. So last year, I was spelling, not on a roof, and not for a singing group. I was signing to 3 gospeling Gospelink-sponsored preachers in the city of Addis Ababa in Ethiopia. I told them how I worked with deaf men on the roof 30 years ago. I spelled my name. Now, I sign and spell in English, but these men knew enough English to understand me. It was great! The icon for this episode is a photo of me talking to these deaf men. You can see in the photo how excited I am. I mean, I can't speak Hamaric, the Ethiopian language, but because these men are deaf and read English, I could talk to them. Gospel Inc. does not support very many preachers in Ethiopia but we support more deaf men in Ethiopia than in any other country. And I want to share their stories with you. Today's episode is titled, Hearing from the Heart, because though these men cannot hear with their ears, they have trusted Christ Jesus in their heart, and they have given their lives into full-time ministry to reach deaf people with the gospel. Tebebi Degefu. These are not easy names, but I'll repeat them. Tebebi Degefu. There was a communist takeover in Ethiopia in 1974. The ideology that followed made it fashionable and modern to be an atheist. Tebebi wrote in his testimony, Through my parents' influence, I considered myself to be an atheist, and I mocked and persecuted people who said they were Christians. However, my life was marked by a lack of peace. Sometimes I was so disturbed I could not sleep at night. One day I opened a Bible to read. I didn't even realize why I was reading, but later I understood God was leading me. I began reading in Genesis and the Holy Spirit gave me the deep meaning of the origin of man, where it explains that God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the very breath of life this part of the scriptures impressed my soul dramatically. The simple reading of that passage caused my atheist spirit to depart from me. God's word also began to affect my desires and consequently, the plans I had for my life. It was only a little while after this time in God's word that Tebebi accepted Christ as his personal savior. He found a good church with a deaf ministry. And he also wrote, when I see lost people, my heart grows heavy. This reason prompted me to become a pastor. Our second preacher in Ethiopia is named Tefera Berecha. Tefera was not born deaf, but he lost his hearing in childhood. This event made me to be full of fear, Tefera wrote. I can imagine. You lose your hearing, and your whole way of interacting with the world changes. By the time I was in high school, Tafara continues, I was full of all kinds of sins. Sometimes I tried to act good, but I knew I was a hypocrite. It was in high school that genuine Christians approached me and showed me the Bible. I could read the Bible. Then these people advised me to come to church with them, and maybe God would heal my ears. I was up for that. So I started going to church. I did not receive physical healing, but my spiritual ear was healed. I heard the call from my Lord Jesus. I recognized that Christ gave his life to save the world, and I knew that if I did not know the Lord, I would remain lost. Today, I do not worry about being deaf because I have peace from Christ Jesus. I have a great desire to obey our Lord's command to tell others, and I am grateful that he has used me to start several churches to Pharaoh, heard from the heart. And when these men talk about peace, you can see it in their faces. Our third gospel link preacher is named Burhana Meshesha. Burhana thought he was a Christian, but he wrote that he did not have a real understanding of Christianity. Burhana wrote, my family religion was called Christianity, but Christ did not have a high place. In fact, angels and Mary were placed higher than the Savior. In truth, my life was in deep darkness because I was living without the Lord Jesus. Because I was born deaf, I never got the opportunity to hear the Word of God in the usual way. I do not remember the exact date my friend invited me to go to the church for the deaf. But when I went, the Word of God was taught, and I realized that I was a sinner in need of a Savior. It was through that that I invited Jesus into my life and was saved. I began to study the word of God and to develop a new relationship with my Savior through prayer. Today, I have sweet fellowship with my Christian friends, and God has given me a burden for the lost. He has laid Romans 10, 14 through 15 heavily on my heart. How can they hear without someone preaching to them? I realized it is my responsibility to tell the good news of our Lord to everyone I can so that even the deaf can hear. I don't get tired of hearing these kind of stories. That's why I do this podcast. However, those testimonies are testimonies from the past. What are Tebebi, Terefi, and Berhana doing today? Well, Berhana has led 73 people to accept Jesus as their Savior in just the last two years. Burhana has a ministry at the Victory School for the Deaf, where there are over 60 students with whom he works. Burhana told us that there are many deaf people in Ethiopia, but historically deaf people do not try to witness very much. I thought that, unfortunately, the same thing might be said for many people who can hear in our country. Burhana, however, is not just teaching and discipling the students at the deaf school. He is reaching families of the deaf students, going into the hearing world through the relationship he builds with their sons and daughters. I googled Victory School for the Deaf in Ethiopia, and I saw photos of this school. Now, I haven't been there, and I can't reach those kids, but I met Burhana Meshesha, and I know that he's there. Burhana is working with a church in Arba Minch, over 200 miles south of where he actually lives. Just because he's deaf doesn't mean he's not working for the Lord. I mean, 73 people who have trusted the Lord in the last two years? I haven't even met that many deaf people in my country. Then there's Tebebi Degefu, the preacher who was once a communist. He is now a teacher of that word that changed his life. He wrote, in a recent report to his sponsors. I have been conducting a series of spiritual lessons based on 1 Corinthians, and the members in our church are engaged in these studies. As we study the challenges of people who were in the Corinthians church, my parishioners have had a debate and a discussion on how to avoid these same problems in our day as well, particularly concerning marriage issues and sacrifice made to idols. Both these topics have relevance to the prevailing practices in our day, and we have had valuable lessons. He writes on, I have conducted a series of training to the church ministers on a topic, preparation of sermons. In this training, I had the church ministers improve their strategies in preparing sermons and lessons. There's a preacher training other people. In consideration of the conflict occurring in northern and western Ethiopia, the people here have suffered a lot, and thousands are displaced from their homes. Both I personally and our church have extended relief aids, and we have been bringing clothes to those who have nothing to wear, and we have successfully fed the others who have nothing to eat. Among them was a Muslim woman with a baby, and now she is coming to our church and worshiping the Lord. He finishes by saying to his sponsor, may God bless you for helping us. In the same report, Tabebe wrote in his outreach section, I visited the house of a Christian brother named Zenebi Mogus, and there I met two young ladies. I communicated to them and went back again to follow up. Both these ladies received the Lord Jesus and we are teaching them how to live for Jesus and soon they will be baptized. I witnessed to a lieutenant officer who has been serving as a soldier for 14 years. He accepted the Lord as his personal Savior, following the witnessing about our Lord Jesus. And we keep in phone contact. Recently, I have spiritually talked to a lady named Seble Legese. She and her husband cannot have children. Her husband wants to hang on to the traditions and belief of the Orthodox Coptic Church. But she has come to the Lord and trusted him in a personal way. She is worshiping the Lord very well. She is studying salvation lessons. And she is conducting a prominent work in supporting the people in need and the displaced people. Please pray for them to have children. The fellow people in Saladin Gay are in much persecution. Yet they faithfully pursued their home ministries so far. Now... I was only in Ethiopia for three days last year. I didn't go to Seled Dengay. i do not even sure where Tebebi is talking about when he talks about this church under persecution. But when you support a preacher through Gospel Inc, you get a report from them every three months. You follow their ministry. You pray for them. You get to know them and where they are working. So again, I looked up Selah on Google maps and it's located 90 miles north of Addis. And there's fighting there and constant danger. I'm hoping that Tebebi's sponsors are praying for this church. They're at least supporting a man who is praying for this church. Pastor Tefera Bercha, the man who lost his hearing as a child, can actually talk and be understandable even though he does not hear himself. He is part of the leadership of Ebenezer Baptist Church of the Deaf and the Blind. And this church has planted more than 32 other churches for people who have sight and hearing impairment. Obviously, such a work requires a training of leaders, and Tefera is doing that. He wrote affectionately about a man named Deriba. I was not able to travel much earlier this year, so during these last three months, I really focused on visiting places where we have evangelized and planted churches some time ago. I am glad to see that though I could not put much effort for a long time, our God has kept united His own people during my absence from visiting. I want to thank the Lord for raising up Diriba, who is ministering in Wonji and Nathret. He did all his best in the last two quarters. He is so faithful and a great blessing to the Lord and to the ministry. During my last visit, I realized that the Lord has used him so that the fellowship was so healthy and stronger than before. In fact, the believers there have increased in number. Tafara is also part of the leadership team that organizes an annual conference for sight and hearing impaired people. This is a big deal. I mean, this conference lasts for three days. Teferah wrote about it. The effect that the fellowship and the sermons from the Word of God have during these days has changed lives and blessed people's spirits. This last year, 400 people attended the conference, and 25 of them accepted the Lord as their personal Savior. Tebevi, Teferah, and Berhana not common English names. And most of you will only remember them as the deaf preachers in Ethiopia. But they are amazing. They're committed. And because they're supported, they're doing more in the ministry than they could do otherwise. One of the highlights last year when I was in Ethiopia was attending a deaf wedding. It was fascinating. During most weddings, the bride and groom looked lovingly and romantically into each other's eyes, right? But at this wedding, the bride and groom kept their eyes on the pastor almost the whole time because they needed to watch what he was saying with his hands. The other fascinating part of this experience was how the deaf community claps or applauds. They don't slap their hands together. That would be useless. The deaf actually raise their arms above their heads and wiggle their fingers. Now that's a sight. Everyone in the crowd has their arms stretched high and as they wiggle their fingers, the movement looks kind of like light sparkling off the surface of the water. It was beautiful to see. And this wedding featured this expression many times because these were Christian brothers and sisters. And the wedding was focused on God's word and on God's plan for marriage. It was obvious to me that the gospel is going out among the deaf in Ethiopia. And that, my friend, is good news. the darkness shall turn to dawning, and the dawning to noonday bright. And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and I've got some photos from that wedding of the deaf couple. I've also got some photos of our men, Tebebi, Tefera, and Burhana. Go to the website, cupofgoodnews.org. That's cupofgoodnews.org. You can also find a link there to a 30-second video of me eating at a restaurant in Ethiopia. That was also a unique experience. You're welcome to come to Africa with us. Gospel Link visits several countries every year. I would even more strongly recommend that you support a national preacher on a monthly basis through Gospel Link. Maybe you are led of the Lord to give a one-time gift to the deaf ministry about which I've talked today. Jesus said, if you have ears, then hear. Maybe he's prompting you to give or to go. I trust you are hearing him in your heart. He is living water, and in him we stay refreshed.